Welcome to One Cause Church. Here is another inspirational message from Senior Pastor Eric Holler. Praise God. Good evening, everybody. Oh, thank you for being here. This is great to see all of you here tonight. Amen. Not only did you, uh, I was going to say you started your first Wednesday off here, but we didn't have Wednesday night service. So the first Wednesday possible of the new year, you're here. Amen. Today is January the 8th. I like January the 8th. I like 1-8 because it makes me think of Acts chapter 1, verse 8. You know what it says? But you shall receive power after the Holy Spirit has come upon you. And you shall be witnesses to me in Jerusalem, Judea, and Samaria, and to the uttermost parts of the earth. And we've talked about that um, a little bit, talking about the Holy Spirit. And um, so I'm excited about um, this, this year and what I feel that the Lord has laid on my heart um, concerning our church. And then, you know, there's things that he just does along the way, those unexpected things, which I'm excited about because he always sets us up for good. Amen. He always sets us up for good. He does. Um, because his son is seated next to him as our high priest of the good things to come. And that's what Jesus is to ensure for us, for you. He is bringing good things into your life. And the good gets gooder. Amen. So it's good to be part of the, the Christian life, to, to be a child of God, because it's, you're on a path that shines brighter and brighter to the full day. Amen. Like I told you Sunday morning, there's always more. God puts these things out here, these, these, this potential, this possibility by saying things like what uh, Pastor Carl was talking about out of God providing seed to the sower. And then, but following that, it says, and God is able to make all grace abound to you. As to those who are taking the seed that's provided them and sowing that seed generously, God, they, it, they tap into what God is able to do. And it says, he is able to make all grace about you that you, having all sufficiency in all things, may have an abundance for every good work. I love that. So God, God shows us what's possible we can do and what we can do to tap into that. And then also uh, Ephesians 3.20, it says, And God is uh, able to do exceeding, not to him who is able to do exceedingly, abundantly above all. So that kind of picture, that, uh, that potential God shows us for all of us who want that. Anybody here want exceedingly, abundantly, above all that ask or think, according to the power that works in us. And this grace that has come to us so abundant happens when we believe in the goodness of God, when we believe in God's power to bless us, because he is our all-sufficient sustainer. And when we trust him, uh, like Carl was talking about, one of the greatest ways uh, or, or proofs of your trust in God is truly giving, yeah. is truly giving. And uh, where there's nothing that stands between you and him. You're fully trusting him um, with with everything, with your finances, knowing that God can return more than what, you know, the the earth resources can do. Heather and I found a long time ago when we decided we were going to be lifelong givers, our lives changed. Our lives changed. They really, they really did because they, they, our lives weren't really representing what we were making, our, our salary. You know, God was blessing us, and, uh, and he continues to abundantly. So I'm, I'm grateful to God for that. So I just want to encourage you again that this year, 
just continually have this expectation, as we're, we're going to be talking about over the next couple of weeks on Sundays, the seeing 2020 through the eyes of the Spirit. I've got a bunch of I words for you, the first one being your identity, you know, knowing who you are. He's the Spirit of God, is bearing witness with your spirit that we are children of God. He's there to make it certain to you, to affirm it to you again and again and again, because the world, the flesh, and the devil are going to fight you on that issue. Hmm? Your own mind, your own thinking is going to fight you on that issue. That's why you have to be assured and be led by the Spirit of God. Yeah. Amen. Um, I just want to give a quick report about 2019, some things that, you know, we saw, we, we opened the year, and I, uh, as you know, I went out to preach at uh, Pastor Burt's Word First Conference, which I also got to do this year, and I love that conference. It's just a wonderful time. They, they set up their year with starting this, with this conference called Word First, and uh, and I've been a part of that for several years now. But last year when I went, Pastor Bert said something as he's, you know, declaring things about the new year, things God spoke to him, and he said, the door is open. Y'all remember that, right? And when he said it, I went, oh, yeah. Man, it just went right down in my spirit. And I said, that's for me. That's for One Cause Church. And so I just grabbed it. I felt like it was a word from the Lord for us. Remember, we went through the whole series talking about the door is open and, and how uh, many times that door that is open uh, is cloaked in, in some kind of obstacle, right? That's why you need faith in God to know that he's opened the door, so you're going to have to walk by faith in order to walk through that open door. And, and many of you gave testimonies. Uh, I heard back from you through just that process of, of you just being decisive, going through the door, and new things were happening in your life, opportunities. One of those things that happened for us was when we, we went to Eswatini in June, I went with Bud and Melinda, and how the Lord opened that door miraculously to us, giving us two pieces of property to build two churches and, and a Bible school on. And that's, of course, that's where some of our team is right now. That was a phenomenal thing to see just how wide open that door was if we just crossed the threshold. It just happened to be the threshold was going to Africa, but that's, that's all right. I love Africa. And we're going to be doing a lot more there. God has, God has put us there on that continent for his plan and for his purpose. Um, and um, I'm, I'm very excited about it. Also, um, just, just to let you know that um, we are very close to closing on a piece of property that we sold in Irving. Um, we began the deal somewhere around April. It's just been kind of a long process, um, but the Lord has favored us in this because we, we are selling this property to our neighbors uh, who share a fence with us in Irving. How many of you been, went to the Irving church? You ever you visited there? And you know who our neighbors are. It's a mosque. It's a Muslim mosque that's there next to us. And uh, I have to admit to you, I, I was struggling with the thought of selling it to them uh, is that okay if I struggle with that? Is, okay, all right. Obviously I was, because I was just thinking, I don't want the enemy taking territory. And so I had this conversation with my father, right? I, I go sit with my father, and he says, why not? Why wouldn't you sell it to them? If they want to buy it, why don't you sell it? Well, yeah, I mean, come on. Like, can we talk about this a little bit? Because um, he said, well, what does it do for the church? I said, oh, it'll increase us. It'll get us moving big time forward and building a building. He said, and what's the problem? Yeah. I said, okay. Well, you're my uh, pastor, so I'm following your lead. And if we're wrong, God's going to deal with you, not with me. <laughs> and so I'm safe in that. It's safe to be under authority. It really is. Anyway, so we contacted them because sometime months and months before they had made an offer uh, to the previous pastor and 
Um, and so I thought, well, let's try them. Well, they were ready to purchase this property. And um, when, when all is said and done, they are paying cash and they are paying us somewhere around $175,000 above fair market value. So God extremely blessed us. So like we're just days away, seriously, from closing on this and, and having the money in the bank. Praise God. And uh, I'll give you the report on that. And we'll thank God for, again, this door that it was open. The door is open. And um, it's extraordinary to me. The, the doors that God brings us to, the open doors. And so that very that excites me big time about here and what's out here ahead of us, uh, property-wise, building-wise, because we are going to build. Come on, I need a better amen than that. I said we are going to build. And also, uh, a key thing in our church was in September, we went to first Wednesday night of the month, and then... Um, all the rest of the midweek is emphasizing life groups and where we want people to connect uh, in, a, in a small group setting. And that's extremely important. I felt led of the Lord to do that. And I will tell you, I personally kind of fought it because I like to teach on Wednesday nights. That was, I was telling the, our life group leaders last night, that was my favorite service to do. I, I mean, I love all of it, but that one was particularly fun for me. And, but I, I know that Whatever, however we minister, you know, things change and we have to um, go with what God is, where he's leading us. And our method of ministry changes over time. That, it's, that's not really the sacred thing. It's that message that we're preaching that's sacred. But how we minister uh, changes from time to time. And so I was glad we at least have one Wednesday night a month. But I've realized something and that now we're no longer just a church with small groups. We are a church of small groups. It has become an extremely important facet of our church. And so that's why I want to encourage you to attend those. Join a life group. Be a part of that. Um, in the, coming up in February or March, we're going to be launching a program or a ministry here called Growth Track. And it's basically kind of an assimilation to get you uh, to know, well, I mean, many of you do know, but I would like to encourage actually all of you to go through this. It's four weeks. Every first, second, third, and fourth Sunday, we're going to have a class over here during one of the services, okay? So you can attend the class and then go to uh, the service the next time or, or vice versa. And um, this, this first week is where we want to connect people to God. I mean, we, we, there's people with lots of church experience, Right? A lot of people have had church experience, but what people really want is to encounter God. They want to encounter his power and his presence and to, to have a life-changing experience at church. Come on, help me out tonight. Hmm? We want to just have church. We, we really want to experience God and his power and his grace. And so that's, that's where we want to connect people and even, even uh, help them become members of One Cause Church. And this is where I'll talk about the history of One Cause Church, who we are, you know, uh, what they're be becoming a part of and get them hungry to know God. And then the second week is going to be about life groups, about getting people in those small groups to establish, to build relationships, to strengthen their relationships, and to really find freedom, people that they can lean on, that they can um, pour their lives into and have that brotherly and sisterly uh, support and, and strength. 
and resource. And uh, so Jesus said, the truth that you know will set you free. Isn't that right? And then week three in this growth track is where you discover your purpose. We're, we're going to help try to develop you as a leader. You know, all of us are ministers. Well, I always get one amen on that one. All of us are ministers. See, my job, my responsibility, my calling from God is as a pastor to equip the saints for the work of the ministry. Amen. So we all have a ministry. And to help you, I mean, all leadership is influence. That's what it is. And God has you in a sphere of people where you have a voice uh, with them. And God wants to help you develop that voice. He wants you to help you develop what you say and how you can impact people's lives. Um, and so we're going to be going through like a personality profile, spiritual gifts profile, and kind of help you to see who God has designed you to be. And then lastly, it's all about making a difference. It's about putting you in a place of service here at One Cause Church and getting you connected to our team so that you can be a thriving, flourishing member of One Cause Church. Anyway, that's something that's coming up uh, no later than the month of March, and we'll be announcing that, but I'm very excited about that because I think that's going to help us uh, not only as a church to begin to, to grow number-wise, but uh, just grow as people, to grow spiritually, to, um, to put some unction in our gumption, our, uh, in our unction, I guess. Um, also, this, this coming year, 2020, we're going to be going to Eswatini again probably in the summer. We also have a, a trip planned to New York City. Is that right? New York City Relief. Aaron, are you going to be leading that team? Is that correct? Aaron's going to be leading that. And um, we have our prophetic conference already set for August the 9th through the 12th. And um, so I'm very excited. I already got Andre booked for that. You got to book him quite a while in advance, you know, living in South Africa and his schedule's getting fuller and fuller. And so I, I figured eight months out would be a pretty good time to try to book him. And so he's going to be, of course, Pastor Roxanne's coming and we'll give you um, announcements uh, more on that. Um, last year, let me, I've got into 2020 and before finishing 2019, forgive me. Just some Where's Alex? Where's Pastor Alex? Come up here. Tell us. I want you to just give us a report on Thrive Youth um, and the things that you guys saw this past year. Yeah. Yeah. So, so uh, most of you know we have services every Sunday night for our students grades 6 through 12. Um, so we meet every week, 6 o'clock. You don't always get to see all of our students. Um, but you're supporting them, and I know, I know you guys are praying for them, and we're so appreciative that we're allowed to have a service. We do a full service. We have a youth worship team. Uh, they, they get to do a lot of the preaching, a lot of the music. Um, it's, it's just an awesome opportunity for the students, and I want to say thank you for allowing us the opportunity to do that and uh, get to be an extension of this church um, in the way that we do that. But last year we had just an amazing year with our students. Um, got to see so much growth, and, and maybe you've, you've probably seen a lot of the growth in a lot of our students, but we got to see so much growth. Uh, our students became so much closer together, and I was going to just share, just, just so y'all, you'll know a little bit more about what's going on in this youth group, because like I said, you don't always get to see us. Um, but we, last year, we ran about 16 students per service. Um, we had a lot of, of new students come in and out of, of our services. We have, they, they bring a lot of friends to events and things like that. Uh, so it's been good because we've gotten to get connected with some of the schools and, and a lot of students in there. So we had, at our, just our services, we had 37 new students who came for the very first time. And at our events, so like we do like a block party and things like that, uh, we had 20 first time guests. So total we had 57 come in and out of our, our awesome. student ministry. Um, 
we got to take him to camp. We had a, a group of 26 go to camp last summer. Um, we, we got to see several get baptized last year, filled with the Spirit. Um, but overall, it's just been such a, a great year of, of growth for these students in this ministry. And um, we're honored to be a part of this church and be connected to you guys. And it was a great year. So thank you all for salvations. That missed the most important thing. Yeah. <laughs> so don't tell the students, don't tell anyone. But while we're praying at the end, we have someone in the back counting hands and stuff. So we not because not because we're we're uh, all about numbers or anything. It's not about that. But um, at the end of every service, we give the, the students an opportunity to put their faith in Christ for the very first time. Um, and so uh, we, we like to see who, who makes that decision so we mm -hmm. know, like, are, are we doing something that's effective? You know, who, what, what, what's going on in our student ministry? Yeah. Um, so we counted, where's my number for that? 31 students who gave their life for Christ for the very first time. Yeah. Thank you, Lord. Awesome. Yeah. So thank you all. Did I get it all? Yeah, sounds great. Thank you. How about this guy, huh? Pastor Alex doing great stuff. I told Alex, I said, you're the most pastoral youth pastor that I've had. He really cares uh, for these kids and is truly, best. he's not just trying to be cool. He's, he really, really loves these kids and, and uh, to, his, to a fault sometimes. And I'm just grateful to God for this guy who's willing um, you know, with the smarts that he has, the education that he has, that he is consumed by this call on his life. And uh, so I'm grateful to God, and God will truly reward you and bless you for that, Alex. Thank you so much. Amen. Now, as far as some of our outreach, our media outreach, uh, first with our, our podcasts that we have weekly, um, we had 13,600 downloads of our podcast last year. It's pretty amazing, isn't it? I don't know what God is doing with that podcast, but it's big. It's, you know, uh, I, I, I didn't realize exactly, you know, what that, what was effective, what was actually meaningful, what was successful uh, as far as putting a podcast out, but Pastor Charles Neiman, you know, from Abundant Living Faith Center, they pastor, what do they got? 30,000 members at their church. It's a little bitty church out there in El Paso. And I was telling him a couple years back about our podcast and, and how it seemed to me that it was rather large for the size of church that we are, that he said, you have how many people downloaded? I told him at that time, however many it was, he said, I don't have a close to that. And I was like, hmm, okay, well... <laughs> good for me and us, and praise God, that's wonderful. <laughs> to like, keep it, stay humble. No, I mean, really, that helped me know that it's a huge outlet of our, of our church. It's, a, it's, a, it's really a big ministry. God has really put his hand. It has to be God doing that. You know, it has to be him, him doing that. Because, and we, listen to this, at least one episode has been downloaded in 29 different countries this past year. 55% in Texas, praise God. Um, also, we also, and our other podcast, which is called Additional Resources, and that's where anytime we have a guest speaker, or on Wednesday night when we would have a lineup of preachers, you know, um, we put that on that podcast called Additional Resources, and we had a 1,700 downloads on that. Uh, the number one downloaded sermon from that podcast was from Pastor Alex Ammons. 
called There's an Easier Way. And at least one of those episodes was downloaded in 24 countries. We're touching the world from right here. And then about our live stream um, that we do on Sunday mornings, um, we averaged last year about 30 views per service. Pretty cool. Hmm? It's more than I thought there would be, but actually it was up from uh, the year before. We had somewhere since April when we launched our new website, we've had around 4,500 visits to that website. Um, also, our app, who has our app? You have, your, you have the One Cause Church app. Since June, we have 315 app downloads. So praise God. We're just doing whatever we can to get out there, get the word out, because we believe in the message that we preach. We believe in the beauty of this body, and um, we want to fill this place. We want to fill this place. And um, so I, I just want to uh, encourage you this year, uh, just something simple, but something that you have to be mindful of. All right. And I'm challenging myself in this. Listen, we have, we have uh, three quarters or four quarters, right? In, in the year. What if you invited one person per quarter? Hmm? If you can make a goal to bring four people to church this year, just one every three months. That gives you time to pray, to build some relationship with them, and then invite them to church. All right? Can you guys help me with this? Because huh? we've got seats to fill, and we want to fill it with people, and that, this is what we're here for. So if I can get all of us just being more intentional in that way, I think that we'll do great things. If everybody does their part, praise God, we won't have room, and we'll have to do more services. I'm fine with that. This year, this year, I want to ask you, as uh, those that are planted in this house, as vital members of One Cause Church, that you pray in the Spirit, you pray in your own understanding about One Cause Church, your part at One Cause Church, and just, I need wisdom from God. I need uh, the help of God. We need, we need prayer about what's coming as far as our building. We need prayer and, and favor and connections and all those kinds of things. And we I want you to be praying for, for greater growth. I want you to be praying for greater experiences here in the Spirit and the, yeah. the, the manifestations of the Spirit and miracles. I want to see yeah. miracles in this place. I want to see the hand of God working mightily here. Amen? Um, yeah. I'd like for you to attend those growth track classes at some point. I think you'll, it'll really bless you. Um, be here on Sundays. Join a life group. Be here on the first Wednesday. huh? Volunteer and serve. Um, be a part of the giving family on a regular basis. Amen. And whenever you can, share something on social media to get our, our name out there, promote our church, okay? Just some simple things. Uh, also, last year, I wanted to also give you one more thought on this. Last year that um, we... Wow. To missions last year, you gave $54,432. Wow. That has to do with our, our partnership in India that I've been a part of for since 2009 or 10 now. Wow, has it been that long? Um, also, the Dream Center in Los Angeles, the outreach that they, they went there. Um, 
uh, Kingdom Come Ministries. Y'all remember Pastor Charles Schlintz, he and his wife, Michelle, that were part of our church for many years. He's in Ethiopia there. They, they build Bible schools and churches all over the place. He oversees, I don't know how many Bible colleges there now. They've been a great connection for us, and we've been a monthly support, supporter for them for years. New York City Relief, uh, praise God. We've been partners with them for umpteen years. Also, Real Options, uh, Real Options for Women, which is in um, Plano, Texas. Is it Plano? It is Plano, right? Plano, Texas. Uh, it's a great ministry there that we've we connected with a couple of years back. And I want to encourage you, if you want a place where you can volunteer and you can really help, um, this, this is a place where they give another option for women who don't know what to do be, that they're pregnant because they're pregnant. You know, and they they give them another route than just committing an abortion um, and and helping them. Um, not just telling them that it's wrong to have an abortion, but actually offering a solution for them. And that's what we love. And they preach the gospel to them. And when Heather and I go to their, their fundraising banquet every year, and they always talk about how many were saved that year, how many babies were saved that year. And, uh, but not only do they offer help and counsel for the women, but also the men as well. And they're just doing a great, great work uh, here in this area. And I'm just glad to be connected to them. And if you uh, would like to be a part of that, because they offer uh, you to come in and you get some training, and then you can be a part of helping uh, what they're doing in, if, in, in a greater way. So you can talk to Heather about that. She knows very much about it. Anyway, uh, so that, that's one. And then Shelter Them Ministries, of course, Bud and Linda, and what we've been doing in uh, Eswatini. So, um, man, when I, when I saw these numbers, I was like, wow, that, that's pretty extraordinary. Um, overall, with other ministries that we support as well, um, local, we support the Five Conference, you know, that comes out of my parents' church. And um, we're invested in, in that because they are our parent church. Uh, they are our apostles. And, and so our church sows into them as well as some other ministries that we're connected with. Overall, grand total, $93,328. Went to support, 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 support. You're doing a lot. Come on, you ought to give yourselves a big hand. Amen. You're doing a lot. All of us together here, you're doing a lot for the glory of God. And I'm grateful Grateful to God for that. So that, that's just some, uh, a few things I wanted to share with you tonight about some of our accomplishments in 2019. And then just looking ahead, um, looking ahead. Remember our cause, for this cause I was born. And for this cause I came into the world. These are the words of Jesus. And our cause is his cause, that we bear witness of the truth. That is the truth of the gospel. Wanna, we have to stay on the truth of the gospel. The truth of the gospel. Christ died for our sins. He was buried. He rose again the third day. You know, Paul, when, he was, when he's talking to especially the Galatian church and the Corinthian church, he told both of those churches something along these lines. I'm afraid for you that you have walked away or left the simplicity that is Christ. And now you started in grace. You started in the spirit. And now you're trying to be perfected by the do's and don'ts through your performance. And it don't work like that. And you who seek to be justified by laws, by rules, you fall from grace. All right? You don't accept grace. You, you want the wage. Hmm? You want to earn it. But you can't earn grace, so you fall from that reality, that truth, that revelation that God has freely given to you. And that's something that is in my heart to do because there is so much 
There's, there's so much perversion of the gospel and ignorance of the gospel. And Paul said, I'm not ashamed of the gospel of Christ. You know, that's, I think every Christian likes to hear that, right? I'm not ashamed of the gospel. I'm like, yeah, but the same people who say I'm not ashamed add, 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 add to it, right? They add, and add, add things to the gospel, add things to the gospel. What they're doing is showing that they are ashamed of the gospel, by saying things like, believing's not everything, even the demons believe. Wait, 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 wait. They're not believing for salvation. They believe that there is a God. Faith is how you get saved. Faith in Jesus. By grace you are saved through faith. Amen? Whoever believes on him will not be put to shame. It is all about our believing. That's what I'm saying. It's that kind of teaching that gets people insecure. They don't know what to do. If it's not about, well, what else is it? Well, well you got to add this. You have to do this. You have to do this. You have to do this. Right. If you're really going to be saved, you're going to stand up, and you're going to come forward, and then we'll know you're serious. Amen. Adding to the gospel, adding to, ashamed of the gospel, ashamed of the gospel. Rather than simply believing on Jesus. Amen. I'm not ashamed of that gospel. It's the power of God to salvation. Not what I add to it. Not my explanation of it. Like I said before, we don't, it's not our job to explain the gospel. It's our responsibility to proclaim the gospel. It don't need your help. Right? You just, it just needs you to say it. Amen? And that we preach a gospel of peace and we bring glad tidings of good things. Because otherwise, how are they going to hear? How are they going to hear? Um, and so our cause is that to bear witness to the truth, because the truth will set you free. Yeah. Amen. Yeah. Amen. Bye. And Jesus said, everyone who's of the truth hears my voice. Bye. Can you bring up right quick, Matthew, uh, the Passion Translation? I don't like to call it translation. I don't really like to call the message translation. They're more like expressions. Um, but they're good. They're good. And the passage translation in Ephesians, listen to this. But instead, we will remain strong and always sincere in our love as we express the truth. All our direction and ministries will flow from Christ and lead us deeper into him, the anointed head of his body, the church. Verse 16. For his body has been formed in his image and is closely joined together and constantly connected as one. And every member, everybody say every member, Amen. has been given divine gifts to contribute to the growth of all. And as these gifts operate effectively throughout the whole body, we are built up and made perfect in love. That is so well said. Hmm? Yeah. And like, that's what I'm saying. I'm here to equip you for service. And your service in turn edifies and builds the church. I thank God for that. So just, just to want, to want to remind you about our commission as One Cause Church. Number one is to share his message, to share this good news. God was in Christ, the scripture says, reconciled the world to himself, not holding their sins against them. And now he's committed to us this ministry of reconciliation, this ministry of reconciliation, and has given us a word of reconciliation. So you have a ministry and you have a word of reconciliation. What is that? I just said it. God was in Christ reconciling the world to himself. He's not holding our sins against us. That's what people need to hear so that they can believe that and be set free from their sins. Amen. Share his message. The word of reconciliation. Amen. I like the word reconciliation. It means restoration to divine favor. 
restoration to divine favor. Praise God. Uh, so we got to be convinced then, if we're going to share his message, number one, that his grace is greater than the sin that we may see. Hmm? That's not what he's looking at. It's not what, that's not what he's... God is looking at a reconciled world, not a sinful world. So then... His grace is greater than, we need to see His grace is greater than our own sins so that we'll be confident to preach this message and um, it'll help us to continue to live thankful lives and walk in humility. That way we're able, we as the children of God are able to see beyond faults and failures of others and realize that nobody is beyond His grace. Come on, help me. Because He looked beyond our faults. Hmm? And our own failures. It's the goodness of God that leads us to change. Yes. And God is in hot pursuit of the hearts of people. His love is unconditional. And when we realize this magnitude, praise God, uh, it'll be hard to keep it to ourselves. Yeah. And the number two factor of our commission, first is to share his message. The next is to serve his mission. What is his mission? I'm glad you asked. Thank you for asking. It is. Jesus said, I will build my church. And the gates of hell will not prevail against it. Simply done. That's the mission that we're serving. Amen. He, uh, so uh, you are being equipped for service. Uh, the service is to edify and to build the, the, the church. What he's building, we're building. Come on, turn to somebody and tell them, you're a builder. You're a builder. Amen. Praise God. And, and the way that you serve the mission... The way you serve his mission is if we're about building the church, that means we need to be at church. I know I'm talking to people on a Wednesday night service, but come on, amen me anyway. Huh? Be here. Serve here. Give here. Encourage one another. Pray for one another. Pray for your church. Bring people to church with you. This is the way that we're building. Amen. And to show his mercy. Number three, to show his mercy. Because... If we just preach a gospel, but we don't demonstrate it, then we're not doing a very good job. This gospel has a demonstration of mercy. Hmm? Mercy of healing. Mercy of miracles. Mercy of bringing aid. Huh? We owe it to this world to demonstrate the gospel. And as a believer, I want to remind you of this tonight, that you carry both the authority and the power of, the Alm of Almighty God. The authority of the name of Jesus and the power of the Holy Ghost. Because God anointed Jesus of Nazareth with the Holy Ghost and with power, who went about doing good and healing all who were oppressed of the devil. He came to bring mercy. And, and the, there, there are some scriptures. Matthew 14, 14 is one of them. It says, when Jesus went out and saw a great multitude, he was moved with compassion for them and healed their sick. It's more than just being aware of someone's misfortune. It's mercy in action. Hmm? And there are plenty who are aware of others' troubles but feel helpless to do anything about it. But you're not helpless. The helper lives in you. Amen. Amen. So be confident of that. It's not, it's not by works of righteousness that we've done. It's not in our own power. We're just letting the power of the Holy Ghost flow through us. Amen. So what Jesus can do, you can do. Huh? You're the excellent ones in the earth. You're the body of Christ. You're the church of the living God. Amen. Praise God. Signs and wonders follow you. So that, that means where you go, the potential for miracles goes. Where you go, the power for healing goes. Huh? Where you go, abundant life goes. 
where you go, uh, authority over the devil goes. Huh? Therefore, as we have opportunity, Galatians says, let us do good to all, especially to those who are of the household of faith. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Can we take a moment and, and, and pray here? Um, you, you can stay seated, but those of you who pray in the Spirit, would you just lift your voice and pray in the Spirit? And, and if you don't speak in tongues, pray how you know to pray, all right? Just, just welcome the Lord here and say, Lord, we, we, we want to take this moment, this, fir- this Wednesday night here, to just dedicate it to you and say, Lord, do what you want to do. Do what you want to do in me. I'm here to say, Lord, I, I want to have a year. I want to experience a year with you that I've never experienced before. Use my hands as I lay hands on people to be healed. Lord, I'm one of those who is going to be continually expecting where I can see miracles happen because I believe in a God who still does miracles. He still raises the dead. He still heals the sick. He still opens the blind eyes. Amen. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Lord, we're here tonight to say thank you for where you've brought us, the good things that we have experienced, the the ways that you have used us, God, to touch the world. What an amazing thing to be a part of this global body. And I thank you for these faithful ones. Lord, whose hearts are burning for the kingdom, burning for the king and his kingdom and for the church. I thank you for their faithfulness, Lord. Father, I thank you, Lord, for God encounters, personal God encounters for everyone here. As they set their hearts and minds on you. But Lord, not only personal God encounters for them and their families, But, Lord, where they go, they will carry this message. And this message, Lord, will will not fall to the ground. But, Lord, they'll see the power of this gospel when they proclaim it. And I thank you, Father God, that many this year, 2020, are going to come to Christ through the people of One Cause Church. Lord, we're going to hear of supernatural things. This testimony is going to get out more and more. This light's going to shine brighter and brighter in this community as a people who know their God are strong and are doing exploits in the earth. Thank you, Father God. We need the Spirit. We need the power of the Holy Spirit to do this. And we thank you that you are a right now ready agent for that. Empowering us, praise God, empowering us to do more than what we could do in our own strength but willing to use us in our weakness, willing, hallelujah, this treasure in earthen vessels. Thank you, Father. Have your way. Do what you will in us and through us in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father. Lord, I thank you that, I thank you this year that we're not going to miss those opportunities that, that are there before us, that we won't pass them by, that we, uh, we won't cower from them, But, Lord, we will seize them because we understand, Lord, that eternity, eternity is at stake. 
Help us, Lord, to keep the eternal mindset, God, that we are citizens not of this world, but of a kingdom that, that has no end, Lord. And we know, Lord, that you want everybody with you in heaven. But we also know they have a choice. And we also know that they, they need to hear the good news so that they can truly be saved. And so, Lord, help us to stay aware of those, those moments. Lord, those little moments that might not seem like much to us, but Lord, if you'll just speak to us what to say, we'll say it. What to do, we'll do it. Where to go, we'll go there, Lord. And thank you, Father God. Thank you, Lord, that this year will be the best yet. In the name of Jesus, for your glory, for your kingdom, in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Lord, we take this moment also, I want to pray specifically for our city, Lord, for our, all of our emergency responders, our police officers, our the sheriff's department, Lord, the, the firefighters, the paramedics. Uh, I thank you, Father God, for your blessing upon them. Um, Lord, their, uh, their continual bravery, the sacrifice that they make, Lord, their willingness to, to get into the, the mess, Lord, of humanity. And I just pray for your protection over them, that you give your angels charge over them to keep them in all their ways. Lord, we know that they are your agents, and we thank you for them, and we thank you for wisdom upon them and blessing upon them. In the mighty name of Jesus, hallelujah. Lord, I thank you for those. Uh, for those of you who are here are business owners, can you just raise your hand? I want to pray for you. Thank you, Father God, for blessing these business owners and their businesses, that you prosper them this year, Father. I thank you for, for greater uh, contracts, greater connections, Lord, promotion, increase, influence, God, greater customer base. Thank you, Father God, for that, that their business will be um, a shining example of someone who has partnered with God. And I thank you, Lord, that that will not only increase them, but increase the kingdom as well. That many will come into the kingdom as a result of these blessed businesses in Jesus' name. Thank you, Father, for that. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. In the name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord. In the name of Jesus. Mm-hmm. Thank you, Father. Yeah, thank you also. Thank you for also for supernatural provision. Lord, that debt will not be... Uh, a burden to bear any longer. We welcome your supernatural power. We welcome your supernatural provision, Lord. Uh, and we thank you that your, <laughs> your grace is greater than our dumb decisions. And um, Lord, we will be faithful to be good stewards, but we thank you that you have help even when we haven't been. And I'm, I'm asking you, Lord, for, for supernatural debt cancellation this year in the name of Jesus. Thank you for that. Thank you for that. Amen. Who here is believing for a home this year? Anybody here believing for a house this year? Lord, thank you right now for provision for a home in Jesus' name. You see these hands? Lord, they're reaching up to you and saying, Lord, I want that. And I thank you right now in Jesus' name. This year in Jesus' name. And it will be by the grace and the favor of Almighty God. Because whatever doors you open, no man can shut. Mm-hmm. In Jesus' precious name. Thank you, Lord. Is there anybody here who's wanted to start their own business? Okay. I just feel like the Lord's saying, press in, press in. 
He wants to advance you further this year than you've been before. And he's going to give you um, connections, resources. They'll come, for, they'll come to you if you'll ask him for it. If you'll press in and just start believing him. He wants to take you closer mm-hmm. to that dream being fulfilled. And, and this is going to be, um, I'm, I don't even think it's going to be the whole year, but I think the next few months are going to be really uh, quick advancing towards that. Amen. Amen. Also, um, I want to finish with this. The Lord just put this on my heart just now. And this is a very personal thing, but tonight you need to forgive and let it go and leave it. You need to forgive and let it go because you're not going to go forward in the things of God by harboring things against someone. Even though you're justified in feeling the way you do. All right, you've been wronged, been abused, whatever it is. What I'm saying is give the gift of forgiveness and release your heart, release your soul from that, your thinking, uh, your, the stress, the lack of sleep. Because the truth is the only one that's suffering from unforgiveness is the one who's harboring it. Not hurting that person at all about harboring, huh? Because God wants to take you forward and bring you into healing, and so, uh, Amen. Just let that go tonight. Say, Lord, I, I forgive right now. I'm going forward in Jesus' name. I'm not going to hold anything. I, I don't want anything slowing me down. Anybody slowing me down and uh, keeping me from what you have for me. So right now, I I forgive. Now, you just need to say that I forgive. I forgive. I release them in Jesus' name. And I pray your blessing upon them. <laughs> yeah, that hurts to say that sometimes, but say it anyway. Jesus said, bless those who curse you. Pray for those who despitefully use you. Hmm? Amen. Thank you, Lord. Amen. Thank you, Father. Yeah, all right. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Amen. That feels good to do that. And forgiveness isn't a feeling. It's a decision. All right. Once you decide, you're going to still feel like you haven't forgiven. That's okay. You decided. Your feeling will line up, all right? That's right. It'll line up. You don't have to be keep going, well, I thought I forgave them, but why do I still hate them on the inside? Why do I still? Just, <laughs> just give it time, all right? You're in charge. You make the decision. Your emotions, you've given their emotions to other things. They're going to have to just make the shift and follow your decision, but they will. All right? I'm living proof of it, I, prom- I promise you, all right? So just thank God for, for the freedom from that. Thank you. You know, when that feeling comes up, just say, nah, I've forgiven them. Thank you, Lord. In Jesus' name, amen. All right, let's stand together tonight. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Amen. Say this with me. God is on my side. God is for me, not against me. And since he is for me, I have the victory. He leads me in triumph. So whatever challenges I face, whatever troubles I endure, he has victory for me. So I will walk by faith and not by sight. In Jesus' mighty name. Thank you, Lord. Now, may the Lord bless you and keep you and cause his face to shine upon you and all of your house and be gracious to you and give you peace. 
In Jesus' name, amen and amen. Praise God. Bless you. Thank you for listening, and we hope you enjoyed the message. For more information about One Cause Church, please visit us online at onecausechurch.com.